Hello and welcome to Roll for Relaxation, the multiverse's most relaxing Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. Last episode, Estrella and Dante continued their search for Effie, the missing heir apparent. When they tried to get access to the restricted section of the city's university library, they were attacked by the dean of the university, who turned out to be a wizard. They defeated him and took the key to the restricted section. Upon entering, they found a door to other realms of reality. Ooh. They also met a cartoonish, sex-craved, fluffy character named Fluff. They explored deeper into the library and found a sign pointing them in the direction of a bazaar. So let's roll for relaxation. <laughs> a nat one. I guess it'll be a really hype episode. Get hyped. Episode four. How bizarre. How bizarre. You guys reach the end of the very long hallway that you've been walking through. Oh, yeah. Were you walked for like an hour or something? Like a long time? Uh, yeah, it was a mile. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Maybe not an hour. Unless we were walking very slow. The stream that had cut its way down the hallway reaches the landing of a helical staircase and falls into the hole of that staircase's center. Looking into that 30-foot wide opening, you see it continues up and down as far as the eye can see. The water of the small waterfall you're standing next to disperses into a mist as it travels downward. Uh, occasionally a wind coming from below sprays the water back up at you. On each floor there seems to be about between zero and twenty different hallways extending into other parts of this library. Uh, your floor has six corridors leading into this main area. The next floor above you is covered in vines. And on the floor above that, you see an imposing blue minotaur staring at you from the opposite side. It has large horns and a ring in its nose and beady eyes that glow red. It's carrying a single-bladed great axe with a cutting edge that's about two feet long, which is four times larger than any axe you've ever seen. On your current floor, you also see a rough wooden sign that's been cultivated out of the railing of the large helical staircase. It reads in unrefined calligraphy, bizarre, and points to your left. The hallway it's pointing to has red carpet, which is different from all the other polished limestone floor that you've seen elsewhere. Wow. What is this place? I, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. My, my fluffy friend, do you, do you know your way around here? Do I know my way around here? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> As he says that, you hear footsteps coming from the hallway on your right. A man walks out of the hallway. By his attire, he looks like a noble from a foreign land. His body is soft and he has a large belly. He is wearing what looks like glasses made of smoky quartz and is wearing a brightly colored shirt. It has stripes of red and dark blue with a part of it that has white stars on a dark blue background. Um, despite being a fully grown man, he's wearing short trousers, which is something <laughs> that you would only see on a schoolboy where you're from. <laughs> um, except that these are more baggy, and they have so many pockets. Oh. Dante he looks at you. He's appalled by his fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you, and he's just so relieved. And he goes, oh, hey there. I got split from the tour group. This doesn't look like the catacombs. Oh, a and... Uh <laughs> You see this giant axe that the Minotaur was carrying is now just split him in twain. Oh, wow. Uh, 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 uh sir? Uh, I, I, I don't think he's going to be replying, Estrella. Um. I think we'd better go. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't stay in this room for long. Let's uh, head towards the bazaar, perhaps. Uh, to clarify, the sign that points towards bizarre. Is it bizarre as in strange or bizarre as in a marketplace? Bizarre. Uh, as in, I, oh, I, I guess I didn't know if they were spelled differently, but as in marketplace. Okay. As you're talking about this, you hear a big thunk and see that the Minotaur has jumped from two stories and over 30 feet away and has landed next to his axe and picks it up off the ground. Dante's turning tail and running. <laughs> like Straight up. I'm just running back down the hallway <laughs> we just came from. Oh, uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the fluff and I'm going to set him down in front of the Minotaur 
Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say, fix this. <laughs> the, the, the fluffball goes, okay, so here's the thing. I do know what that guy is. Tell me. Shh. And he kicks you in your shin. Ah, oh, God. You gotta shut up. That's oh. the whole point. He's a librarian. Oh, okay. Shh. Oh, okay. I'm talking at a normal voice, and you can hear it, but really, I'm sounding like... So that's why you can hear me talk normally, but you gotta shut up. Oh, crap. Yeah, gotta, that's more like it. I gotta go fetch Dante. At this point, Dante has noticed that, that you two are not following. That Fluff and Estrella are not following. So uh, Dante turns around, looks over his shoulder, and is tempted to shout something, but holds off. Something tells him he shouldn't. Dante. Fearlessness. Bravery. In the face of a challenge. I'm out to preserve my own skin. Did you see that thing? That man was split in two. Yeah, that was very intimidating, but... Fearlessness. I'm too beautiful to die, Estrella. Just stay quiet and he won't kill us. Oh, is that all we have to do? That's it? Just stay quiet and he won't kill us? They're very serious about voices in this library. I've noticed. I don't understand. There's nobody even reading here. (laughs) (laughs) Fluff uh, eats a book. (laughs) Are are you sure that's all we have to do? We just have to be very quiet. I, I guess so. Um... Let's just not stay here with this minotaur. Are you guys like around the corner? I'm gonna looking stay. at the minotaur. Yeah, I yeah. ran a little ways yeah. down the hall, but uh, at this point, maybe we're back peering around the corner. Uh, yeah, you see that the the minotaur he reaches into <laughs> a, a bag that he has and pulls out this little black fluff, and this black fluff has an eye patch with a white skull on it, uh, and instead of one arm, he has like a hook. <laughs> The fluff opens up his mouth, and the body just goes into the fluff in one bite. Oh. When when Fluff sees that, he goes, oh my god. <laughs> and he just vomits, mostly sparkles, like mostly just glitter, oh but god. also like a romance book comes out of him. <laughs> what is this place? Well, you thought that was gross? You've been eating books all day. Books are so good. I couldn't even eat a human if I wanted to. And for that, I am profoundly grateful. (laughs) (sighs) Says Dante, eyeing his large mouth full of teeth. Uh, He uses the the hair, the fluff, the minotaur does to uh, wipe up the blood. Uh, (laughs) And and then he he walks to one of the uh, sconces and takes out some candles that have been burnt down, um, puts them in a bag, and then pulls out some other, uh, like, unburnt can't like just full candles and he puts it back in the sconces and he starts rearranging books well he is good at his job then um, why are we staying here why? yeah i i don't know let's let's head towards the bazaar maybe i i i, I don't know that we need to head towards the bazaar that's true i I'm think ki- we could just go back i, 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 I don't I even we know why could. we're why did we walk down here anyway i don't know why the fluff we... i blame the fluff I'm I'm just taking a ride. <laughs> oh, right. Well, we were looking for the ladies. That's what we were here for. The fluff was looking for the ladies. Why do I care what the fluff is looking for? I care about what I'm looking for. That's the answer to these riddles. You make a good point. Fluff, did you say that there was something here that we needed? No. Um, you guys were walking and I was like, you got big legs, take me to the ladies. Wow. So we walked a mile for nothing? And witnessed a man get chopped in half for nothing? (laughs) I mean, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not like a font of wisdom. I'm like one day old. I've noticed. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. You guys are the adults. Oh, God. Uh, Well. uh, The way I see it, we have two courses of action. No, three. Three courses of action. One, we stay here 
accidentally make a noise and get murdered by that minotaur. Two, we follow the path to the bazaar. I don't know what the bazaar is. Do you know what the bazaar is, Estrella? I don't think you do. Three, we head back and we investigate one of the doors that's in the letter. I agree. Let's head back. I think that's probably safest. Drop the fluff. Get him out of here. Oh, I mean, he can come if he likes. No, he's too annoying. <laughs> well, wait. You guys are going to do some exotic books? I suppose there might be some exotic books in some of the lands behind those doors. I know as little as you do, though. That is not a lot. Estrella, I will be your best friend. Can Take you me fight? to these exotic books. What? Can you fight, Fluff? Will you help us in any way? I can take a hit. Hmm. Maybe you could be my shield. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Also, I can store, like, a lot in my mouth. That could come in very useful. Ah, uh, I guess so. Uh, all right, all right. Dante noticed that Estrella is getting a little bit louder and casts a worried glance oh, over towards the Minotaur. I, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> How's the Minotaur looking? Yeah, let's not stay in this room. Okay, let's go. Because you guys aren't, like, talking at a normal loudness, he's ignoring you completely. Good. As you're about to leave, you see, like, what you would think looks would be an elf. Just, like, very majestic, with long ears and flowing hair and very fair, almost glowing skin. Just walks by you towards the bazaar and goes, Good day. And continues past you. Uh uh, good day. Uh, good, day good day, sir. Uh, Excuse me, sir. He comes back and he goes, oh, yes. Uh, may I ask, good sir, where you are headed? I am going to the bazaar. And what does one do at the bazaar exactly? Shopping. I suppose I should have expected that. <laughs> what kind of goods might one acquire in the bazaar? All kinds of goods, from the mundane to the bizarre. <laughs> naturally, naturally. Uh, thank you very much for the information. Hmm. You are welcome, little human. Mm. He, he doesn't even walk away, he floats away from you. <laughs> wow. How, how are his clothes? Are they pretty good? Oh god, they're so good. They're um, tailored. Well, he has a very svelte build, and they're just tailored. They really accentuate his hips, like the curve of <laughs> his uh, lean torso. Uh, as he floats away, Dante nods in admiration. You know, I'm starting to think maybe, maybe we should investigate this bazaar. I mean, I, I, I guess so. Maybe you could buy some fancy clothes like that guy? Maybe I could. Uh, who knows what we could buy there? It sounds like quite the adventure, doesn't it? Maybe we could get a decent sword for this fluff. Perhaps you could Maybe find you could some armor. Your weight. Oh, I do need some armor. How much money do you guys have? Probably not uh, enough to buy a full suit of armor. I think you both have ten gold. Yeah, I have a noble background, so I might have a more than that uh, background. Mm. I have twenty-five gold. Mm. Twenty-five gold pieces. I, I don't know how much armor would cost, but probably more than that, if I had to guess. Yeah, probably. But it doesn't hurt to check it out. Maybe there's a black market or something. <laughs> Maybe. Honestly, Plus, I know how you fancy people like spending your money, so... Dante's thinking, uh, you know, perhaps there's something unique and uh, singularly beautiful that he could purchase there to add to his... Uh, Looking for a nice brooch? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, also, might be people to impress with some bardic performance. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting people, it seems, in this bizarre area. So then, what'll it be? All right. I Just in case, they might have a suit of armor for me. We can always come back. Very true. It'll just be a quick detour, I'm sure. Just, just a quick look. All right, let's go. All right. So you go down the red carpet lined hallway. Along the way, Fluff is just like stuffing books in his mouth. Are all the walls lined with books all the way along? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Are you checking any of them out? There's a lot of books here, but Dante will keep an eye out for any books that look similar to the one that he carries. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, you haven't found uh, any like that quite yet. Yeah, he's not searching exhaustively. <laughs> <laughs> Might take a while. <laughs> yeah, so as you go further down this hallway, uh, you start to come across more more exotic entities uh, than you've seen before. One of the first ones you come across is a floating eyeball, wow, wow, wow. and then a, a lizard person. You walk by a couple, and as they look at you, they giggle, and then they transform into copies of you, and they keep walking by you. Dante tries not to look surprised, but uh, he can't help but gawk at the strange creatures that are walking past. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to hold it together and like not make it look like it's... Yeah. Yep, yep. But, yep, I, I yep, lost my yep. train of thought there. Yep, yep. <laughs> Holding That's... it together, trying not to make it look like I care, but I definitely care. Yeah, I, I like that as Australia's train of thought. Yep, yeah. yep. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, what's that? This nope, is, okay. This is pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you come across a giant felt dragon-looking creature who's eating a piece of cake. None of it comes down his throat. It just, like, falls down the side of his mouth, and he's like, oh, I'm so hungry, I needed that. Uh, Dante gives Astrea an incredulous look like mm. what? what is this what I have we stumbled know. into oh, just a quick look just a quick look <laughs> what you guys come across um, is more and more people and creatures and entities and they're in a line and there's a three different lines for different sizes of creatures there's a very small for like six inches and smaller type creatures there's a medium line and then there's an enormous creatures line and uh, what it's leading up to is a giant glass box and that encompasses another glass box Uh, and within the the inner glass box you have a bunch of little tents lined up and that's where people are coming in and out of is these little tents Um, and there's it's holding more people and creatures than these little tents should be able to hold um, based on their size. It seems like there's a corridor from one uh, glass chamber to another, and they only have one door open at a time. Uh, it's And it seems like once people get into the inner glass door, they, get, they just start chatting loudly. But everyone's lined up to get, with, in, get into this area. Mm, should we get in line? Uh... I, I suppose so. Uh, uh, who, who who's ahead of us in line? What kind of creature? We'll go into the appropriately sized line, the medium line, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> so in front of you, you see uh, a family of very tiny people with pointy ears and curled shoes. Hmm. And yeah, there's like six of them in line. Uh, excuse me, fine people. Uh, my name is Dante Darrington, bard extraordinaire, and I'm wondering, how long does one wait in this line to gain admission to? And he motions at the glass boxes and tents up ahead. Oh, um, this should be only, I'd say, five minutes of waiting. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's not so bad at all. Yeah, I, I guess I'll wait. Mm. It's worth it. Uh, mm. Do you come here often? Oh, yes. Best crepes ever. <laughs> I, I notice that uh, silence is very important around here. Is that uh, not because of the uh, the minotaurs? Oh, yes, the librarians. Yeah. We'll have to be very careful. Yeah, so we saw. Are they always so uh, enthusiastic about keeping things quiet? Well, yes, they don't really think for themselves, I think. They just are a force of quiet. I see. Uh, I, I must admit, this, this is our first time entering the bazaar. Is there, is there anything we should know? Anything we should look out for? Hmm, pickpockets? Um, hmm. Dante unconsciously or subconsciously pats his coin purse. <laughs> Make sure it's still there. 
what are you looking for? Uh, I suppose my companion here, he gestures at Estrella, is looking for some armor. Hopefully some cheap armor, but good quality. Any of those? Uh, like a plastic? Mmm, something more uh, of the uh, metal. Uh, what? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, Sorry. what type of world do, in your world, do people come to the library often? Is it something everyone knows about? Uh, no, no I'm, I'm afraid not. This is a, this is a unique experience for us. Oh, first timers. <laughs> okay. You're probably losing your fucking mind right now, huh? That... Uh, that earmuffs. might be a good way to explain it. Earmuffs, kids. Earmuffs. <laughs> Accurate, though. We haven't the faintest idea what we've stumbled into. Hmm. Well, so they have things from all over. If you have the coin, you can get almost anything here. The problem mm. is having the coin. We come here mm. for the food. Uh, do you have a lot of money? And that's kind of a rude question in our world. Um, oh, in my world, it's normal. Oh, well, in that case, <clears throat> I am stacks on stacks on stacks is how they would say it in <laughs> elsewhere. Well, also in my culture, uh, when we first meet, the smallest among us give a large amount of money to the tallest. Oh, you'll have to get used to that not happening. In my world, it's the opposite. That's why we're so rich. The biggest give us the money. Oh, well, it was worth a try. I mean, oh, okay, culture shock then. Dante has been watching this whole exchange with some admiration, actually. Like, there's a, he respects the hustle. Well, I can't, can't pickpocket, and I need some armor. <laughs> All right, then I guess I'll have to see what they have. Uh, thank you for the information, kind sir. You're welcome. My name is Hingleblick Flobert. Mm, Hingleblick, okay. it has been a pleasure to meet you. Perhaps you can show us, once we're inside, where these amazing crepes are. Oh, I'd be honored. <laughs> yeah, you guys get to the front of the line. Uh, there's a sign... Uh, underneath this door that is like a minotaur with a line through it. Like, no minotaur is allowed. <laughs> They're cramping their style. There's three fluffs in a tiny trench coat <laughs> on top of each other, and they have, like, a, the top one has a clipboard, <laughs> and he has, like, a little, like, policeman's hat. He, he waits until uh, the inner door is closed, and then he motions for you and the family of tiny people to go through and once you open the door and go into it and close it behind you uh, you don't hear any of the soft whispering murmurs anymore you find that this glass is either magically or scientifically blocking sound Hmm. are we safe in here from the minotaurs i mean oh yes you can talk as loud as you want oh thank goodness that was terrifying I was afraid to utter more than a whisper. Oh, but here's the fun part. And he goes into one of the tents. Uh, Shall we follow? Follow? Yeah. Yeah, you guys follow. And as you go in, the tent seems to get wider and larger as you go into it, kind of an Alice in Wonderland effect. And you are in a bazaar that seems to be in a different part of the library. Um, like there's still bookshelves like far off in the distance, but it's a very wide open area. And it's still enclosed. There's a ceiling up there somewhere. Yeah, but there's been some magic sort where it's like there's this thing that looks like the sun moving overhead, and there's clouds. It's very loud and bustling, and it's just very crowded. And there's carts in the middle of the street of people hawking things. Hey, I'm walking. Um, I like trying to sell things, and uh, a bunch of stands on either side, and some permanent buildings. Uh, where storefronts are just a huge plethora of all types of people. You see a group of men who are dressed in like splotched black, green, and brown run by holding these like metal sticks. And they're like, hut, 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 hut. Oh. uh, Yeah, so you're in the bazaar now. Dante turns to Estrella, mouth agape. 
and says, Have you ever seen anything uh, like this? Not even close. How is this possible? Let's just find the armor and then get out of here. The stories I'll be able to tell. This is incredible. I don't even know how I would explain that. Uh, I'm going to spend some time working on it, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> never, I've never read anything about this. I've never heard anything about this. You might have to make up some words. No one like will ever something... believe me. Mm, that's true. Well, our uh, Estrella starts to eye around the area to see if there are any merchants that look to be selling some armor, or if there are any uh, shops that look like it sells wares and things. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just in this uh, area, you see um, some of the falling shops. You see um, one, that, one that says uh, robot repair and guns. <laughs> one that's uh, magical items, maps, and mechano magical keyboards. Wow. Uh, Dante feels a strange pull towards that one. He doesn't know why. <laughs> uh, there's one that says uh, Jumbucks Key Shop. Uh, there's Carl's Apothecary. There's the Sons of Evaldi, weapons and armor. And uh, there's a cart that seems to be selling a tonic of substantial whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what's in the immediate area. Hmm. Well, I suppose I should check out the where's shop. Dante is still just standing there, just staring at, at everything. He cannot... He can't process what's happening. Estrella's <laughs> putting blinders on so she can't see anything but what she's looking for so that she doesn't get overloaded with all this stuff that makes no sense. <laughs> Where did Estrella want to go? What was... It was the... I can't remember the name. Uh, Sons of Evaldi? Yes. The weapons Sons and armor of Evaldi Weapons and Armor Shop. That is where I'd like to go. Yeah, so this is a, a physical brick-and-mortar one. It's not just a cart or a tent. This looks like it's been around for a long time. As you open the door, a bell jingles. You step in, and you see behind the counter is a, a being with somewhat pointed ears, black hair and black eyes, pale skin, shorter, and uh, a very lean being. And he goes... Oh, welcome. I am Frosty. This is the Sons of Evaldi. What can mm. we do for you? Uh, yes, good sir. Um, I am looking for a suit of armor for a very, hmm, uh, the cheapest price for the best quality, uh, for a really, someone who really needs it. Any, anything like that? Hmm. Yeah, we could do that for um, maybe um, 5,000 gold. Mm. Okay, do you have a discount for first-timers? Maybe like a 99.9% discount. That would be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dante notices that Estrella has gone into the shop. <laughs> and he scampers <laughs> after her. <laughs> Mm. Uh, perhaps I can persuade you to give me a um, a discount uh, for a uh, free discount, discount free, free. You, you free? want something free? Um, <laughs> sorry, the sons of Evaldi. We are the best smiths. Yeah. Do you have like a cheap like? Yeah, I'm gonna throw it out anyway. There is. Nothing that the sons of Evaldi make that is not perfection. Mm. We made the hair up for Sif. We made the spear that that Odin uses. The sons of Evaldi are the best. Ah. All right, all right. This Bye. is my kind of place. Only the best. Uh, so could could you trade something? Trade. Mm. And Estrella looks at Dante. <laughs> Trade? Dante Dante does a, a shrug. 
Will you uh, take this fluff, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, uh, let me see that fluff. <laughs> and I... he smashes it with a hammer. Oh my um, oh. god. But the fluff is perfectly fine. The okay. fluff seems completely immune to all bludgeoning damage. Hmm. Oh, fluff, do you have anything in that mouth of yours that this guy would take? Uh, fluff does have stars that have materialized around his head that are moving in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes his head and they go away. Do I got anything this guy could use? No. Uh, all right. <laughs> that was, that was a, a definitive way. kind of answer. <laughs> uh, well then, this is a waste of my time. I'll have to look at something. I'll have to take my business elsewhere. Well, uh, one one moment. Let's not mm. be quite so hasty. Uh, and Dante sidles up to uh, the counter. I'll and... have you know, I am a very experienced paladin, and it would be a very good thing for everyone to see me wearing your wares. Mm. Well, I could, you know, what the sons of Avaldi could do for free is if you are competing in the Wild Hunt Tournament. Uh, and yes, you are wearing uh, our goods? Or is that what you will be doing? Mm, okay, so uh, the, it's... The what? You'll have to explain that to me. Are you new here? Uh, you could say that. I forgot. Can Yep. Oh, okay. So, mm, it seems like you won't be competing. Mm. He's rubbing his forehead. like he's Yes, like, yeah, I'll compete. Yeah, just give me the armor first and you'll, we'll meet up with you later. <laughs> well, how about when Sawin happens and you go to compete, when the door opens... Then I will give you the armor. The door? What What door is that, good sir? The door to uh, Tirnanog. Oh. Oh, ah, yes. We know. We know Tirnanog, of course. Uh, and that, that door opens. Uh, when When is that again? Sawin. The uh, 31st of October. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Of course. How can I be so stupid? I'm just forgetful. Forgetful me. And, yeah, and forgetful you. How how long from now is that? I, my brain's not working properly right now. Uh, that is uh, however long it takes in the story for you guys to get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> Quite conveniently. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, Probably. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I suppose I will compete wearing your armor then. Uh, that is uh, very good to hear. Uh, in the meantime, you penniless person, uh, you can go to the magic item shop down the road and they have discount items oh okay well then i'll take my uh, several pennies actually Ooh and, la la. and dante looks deeply offended at being associated with a penniless person <laughs> well then i suppose we'll meet again i look forward to it yeah same here <laughs> That was very aggressive of you, Estrella, says Dante as they're leaving the punch, shop. I want to punch that guy in the face, but I really need his armor. <laughs> it looks was, like he pretty good quality, so... I think it's some of the best. I was going to try and use my family's renown and influence to convince him to give us a tester set, mm. but now you've gone and committed us to Oof. some kind of wild hunt. Oof, well, let's just go to this magic item shop. I suppose. Uh... Yeah, so you, you guys exit uh, and and you go back out into the loud street. Uh, and then you see across from his place is the magic item shop that also sells maps and mechanical keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Dante feels strangely drawn to this image on the board. He doesn't know what it is. but <laughs> uh, This one's more of a, a very large tent that's been set up. <clears throat> and there's a guy walking around with a name tag. He has a plaid flannel shirt. That's a button-up, and he has really what we would know as old-fashioned, like, gray Levi jeans. And he has a name tag that says Wayne on it. <laughs> and he's looking around, helping with uh, helping customers. He's like, oh, hello there. Is there anything I can help you with? Uh, just 
browsing? Uh, show me your finest wares, uh, Sir Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they may be, I'm curious. Oh, well, how much money you got there? Oh, enough. <laughs> plenty. Plenty, plenty. Uh, well, okay. Um, yeah, you guys see a discount rack. Uh, and I'll just go through a bunch of items that you see here. Um, you see an indestructible ring for 10 gold, a rod of neutrality, which despite being on the discount rack is still 5,000 gold, a cloak of non-visibility for 500, uh, a directed arrow for 10, a lucky charm for five, uh, something called a fetch pebble for one gold, a bowl of comfortable warmth for 30, and a teleporting ring for 50, uh, as well as a ring of detect fire for one. Uh, that was the discount rack. Uh, <laughs> you see um, a very expensive brooch of number numbing, which is about a million gold pieces. And the most expensive thing that you see here for uh, 200 million gold pieces is a golden apple. You see a horn of baubles and a horn of bubbles. <laughs> Dante's head is spinning at all this merchandise. He really doesn't know what to make of any of this, especially considering we come from a pretty low magic world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you very much, Wayne. I'll have to take some time to decide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And all these things have descriptions if any of them caught your interest. Yeah. What does a pebble of fetch say in the description? Uh, the fetch pebble, it'll when you toss it, it'll land and then slowly come back to you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it'll do that regardless of what's in its way. Mm. Okay. That sounds slightly terrifying. <laughs> the inexorable progression of the pebble. Mm. Uh, and, uh, Sir Wayne, if we were to want some, uh, some armor, is that something you sell? Oh, what type of armor, dear bud? Dante defers to Astrea. <laughs> uh, an armor for a paladin or a very courageous knight, um, someone who's extremely righteous, uh, anything like that? Oh, yeah, after plate mail or bulletproof dare. Uh, boulette proof? A <laughs> uh, uh, plate, plate mail, of mm. course. Oh, okay. Well, one second, bud, as I take a gander at the price for that. What? What is that device that you were touching with your fingers? Why does? What is the point? Of, I don't. What? Oh well, this here beauty is a keyboard, which is hooked up to my computer, which is hooked up to a database, which you can access using you know SQL. So why are you punching it with your I, fingers? I don't understand. Tiny little punches. <laughs> so violent. <laughs> oh, well, it's like a quill, don't you know? It lets me write things I... down without writing them down. Pretty good, eh? I love the sound it makes. Wayne, you're just confusing me even more. Well, if you get one of them dare magical ones, whatever you type will show up. Like if you're typing a story, it'll show the story. I have no use for that. Display, display it where? I can I can purchase these? How much are they? Oh, well, on the cheaper end, I'd say about a hundred gold. Uh, I see. Mm. That's what you're trying to buy? Really? I like it, okay? <laughs> I, I don't suppose you have any uh, on the discount rack? Oh, well, I just got one that was returned. I'll throw that in if you buy something else. I... Perhaps we can make that arrangement. Astrea, that armor you were looking for. Yeah, yeah. How much was that, Sir Wayne? Oh, well, full plate will be 1,500 gold. Mm. And a uh, half plate will be, uh, you know, half as much. Mm. 750 gold. Ah, okay. Mm. I definitely don't have that kind of money. I, uh, of course I have that kind of money at, uh, at home, of course. But uh, on <laughs> right now, I'm traveling light, you see. Uh, I don't have that much. Do you take IOUs? 
Oh, well, you could get a shield for 10 gold. I'll take it. <laughs> Sold. Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, he grabs uh, this um, shield for you. It's uh, rawhide that's wrapped around wood. Um, oh. <laughs> which, which is what most shields were throughout history. Okay, okay, um, good. Uh, yeah, and he throws in a mechanomagical keyboard. Which is missing the letter U, so you can't use the letter U. <laughs> I'm sure I'll manage. <laughs> and yeah, so that's what you guys get. Yeah. Uh, and all in all, that's ten gold, which I assume Astrea's paying. Yeah, it is my shield. Okay, you're down to no money. Hey Dante, that uh, yes. you really you really like that keyword, huh? Uh, Dante is just poking at the keys just listening mm. to the delightful so technically that's mine and i'll sell it to you for like five gold i i but this you got this for free it was part mm, of the yeah <clears throat> yeah i i got it for free so hmm. let it never be said that the magnificent dante is not a magnanimous individual <laughs> and uh he hands over five gold to Astrea. ah oh, pleasure doing business with you <laughs> well worth it he goes back to poking <laughs> at his keyboard and, and as he pokes, whatever he's writing is like a little hologram shows up of whatever he's typing out. Goodness, this is remarkable. How does that this is actually really cool. How does this work? Oh, uh, magic, I would think. Mm, that's fair. Given everything else we've seen here today, that shouldn't surprise me. Oh, yeah, just mm. between you and me, I'm only a reseller. <laughs> I understand. Thank you, uh, Wayne, for your help today. He bows. He bows, okay. Dante bows back. <laughs> he bows further. <laughs> Dante removes his cap with a flourish and bows even deeper. You win. <laughs> I always do. I just nod my head slightly and thanks, thanks, sir. Thanks. Then I, I'm thinking that's probably all we're going to get done here uh at least i have a shield that's better than nothing i thought you were planning on using the fluff as a shield that's true hmm. speaking of which where is fluff fluff is uh on the cart of the guy who's selling tonics of substantial whimsy <laughs> and he's talking to him all right maybe so... we should retrieve our fluff uh, yeah dante will saunter on over to the cart yeah, and you see this guy with, like, dark bags under his eyes. Do you want to buy any of these uh, potions? They are very good, friend. Friends, they are good. Only five gold. <laughs> and uh, what do these potions do? They provide substantial whimsy, my friend. You do not have enough whimsy in your life. I, I beg to differ. <laughs> yeah, wow. Way to tell me how much whimsy I should be having. <laughs> Did you just assume my whimsy? <laughs> I don't mean to warlock explain you, but... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what, what would the benefits of, of more whimsy be, exactly? Oh, it would be uh, many things, my friend. Many things. That's the fun. It is random. Random? Really? That sounds dangerous. And fun. Mm. Uh, Astrea, I believe you have five gold. So do you, noble dude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. So I feel like dude meant people who dude, ranched cattle. Dude, bro, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I left you. So, so do you, noble. Mm, I suppose I may, but I... I feel like I have enough whimsy in my life at this particular moment. I mean, I just... I mean, as much as I would like to get some, I mean, I only have five gold left. I could use it on the fluff, and that would be very amusing for me, but, you know, I, I just... Maybe you have some free samples? I have never used it on a fluff before, my friend. Um, we could try. <laughs> just to see okay. what happens. I am quite curious. <laughs> now that you have picked my interest. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Let's see what happens. I'm, I want to know. 
Um, Fluff, are you okay with this? <laughs> uh, roll persuasion for uh, Fluff. <laughs> Who's rolling? Um, I think Australia. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Dante's just watching. Let's see. 15. Okay, uh, he's going to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dang it. Fluff goes, the only thing I eat is books. Ah, oh, but it would have been so funny. Uh, let's try something else here. Good sir, vendor, I am the magnificent bard renowned far and wide Dante Darrington. And if you were to supply me with a sample of your product, well, I would use it in my next performance, sure to be attended by massive crowds, many, many individuals. Hmm. And my friend, you will say that you got it from my shop? Of course I will. What, what is your shop, friend? We are the cart of substantial whimsy. The cart of substantial whimsy. It has a very musical sound to it. It rolls right off the tongue. It will fit perfectly into my next performance. Yes, at the bazaar. In the library. At the bazaar. In the library, of course. Of course. You know where you are. Of course. Everybody knows where we are. Exactly. Everybody knows about this area. Everyone in your world knows. Everyone. Come here every Sunday. (laughs) The crepes. So good. I've been told. I mean, yes, of course. I've, I've, yeah, we've had them many times. Delightful. Like, because we we come every Sunday. Exactly. And that's when they serve the crepes. Yeah. Check that. I, I knew that. Exactly. Same here. So, what say you, good sir? Roll persuasion. Oh, I will. That's fourteen. Yeah, he gives you a uh, one dose. A dose. Hmm. Mm, remember. The cart of substantial whimsy. The cart of substantial whimsy in the bazaar, in the library. I shan't forget it. You, sir, have just made a wonderful business decision. Soon, you'll have more customers than you know what to do with. Thank you, my friend. Ah, the pleasure is all mine. And Dante tucks the bottle away. Hmm. Estrella's impressed. That that went really well. (laughs) All right, yeah, you have now a... A potion of imp summoning and a bottle of substantial ones. Scroll. Of Scroll of imp summoning. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? A, a potion, but that's okay. Oh. It's too hot. <laughs> it um, is. It really is. <laughs> uh, yeah, what are you guys doing now? Heading back out? Yeah, we're going to head out. It's starting to take well, a shine I'm... to this place, but uh, it's also... We never did get to try those crepes, but maybe uh, on Dante looks around. Can you see the uh, the short people that we were waiting in line with? Uh, no, they're too short. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Should have guessed. It's a shame. Can Dante smell anything? Dante's getting... I'm, I'm a little hungry. Uh, roll investigation or survival or perception. Okay. Uh, let's do... Uh, they're all equally bad, so let's just do some survival. That's 19. Oh, you're yeah. really hungry. Yeah, yet again, your nose does not fail you. <laughs> it never does. <laughs> mm, do, you, do you smell that, Estrella? Smells like... Smells delightful. I mean, I kind of smell it. You have a better nose than me. I, I think it's coming from over here. Lead the way. And Dante takes off into the crowd, following his I nose. I follow behind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you guys come across a, a crepe shop that is run by these floating hands. There's no oh. people. They're just like floating hands. And they're cooking up these crepes. You get, get to the front of the line, and one of them crawls up over to you uh, and waits patiently for your order. And there's a sign up above. It lists a bunch of types of crepes, many of which you have no idea like what they're they're saying. I, I don't even know what a crepe is. Do you, Astrea? Mm, no. Your best crap, please. <laughs> yes, your your very best crap, please. <laughs> as you say that, the hand somehow the hand looks disappointed in you, as much <laughs> as a hand can. Um, but it it taps twice, then goes off and it starts cooking just like a straight up plain crepe with powdered sugar on it, and it brings it out to you and 
It holds up two fingers. I assume this means two gold, so I hand two gold to the floating hands. The hand takes it, floats it back to a bag, and throws the gold in there, and then goes to the next customer. Mm. What do you what do you make of these? Do you, do you think they're safe? It smells really good. It does. I'll just try it. Dante will also take a nibble. Okay. Yeah, this, these are so good. They're so sweet and fatty and fluffy. Mm. You feel like something magical is flowing through you. For the next hour, you can add a plus d4 to all your saving throws. Wow. Yes. I, I feel really great. Good. I've never, I've never had anything so delicious. These are amazing. I can see I'm what just, the short people meant. I, I, I'm so glad that they told us about these. Just filled with, with I don't even know. I feel like I'm ready for anything. I am always ready for anything, but I'm even more ready for anything. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad we found these grapes, craps, whatever they are. This is maybe the best part of this amazing place. Why? Ah, uh, yes. I will definitely come back for more craps. Oh. As you say that, a dragon flies overhead. <laughs> Dante mm. ducks and cowers. <laughs> what? No one else does. What's that? <laughs> and, but noticing that no one else a is dragon. cowering, Dante gets back up and sheepishly brushes himself off. <laughs> Tries to look casual, play it off like he dropped something. <laughs> Maybe, uh, maybe we don't stay here for too long. Definitely come back for the craps. I would absolutely have more of these craps. Why, why is it that no one in our world, which I suppose is a separate world, why is it that no one comes here? Uh, I think Dean Lawson probably knows about this place, and he's keeping it to himself. Hmm, I suppose I can't blame him. This is pretty incredible. I agree. Well, I'm just so ready to open every door. All the doors. All the doors. I'm so ready. I just want to open all of them. I suppose we'd best go back. Uh, how do we get back exactly? Uh, yeah, you guys know uh, the exit. It's next to the entrance. There's just another set of, set of tents that you'll exit out of. All right. I suppose we better make our way back as flabbergasted as Dante is at all this. We've got a job to do. <laughs> yeah, you, you push your way past people like a salmon swimming upstream and you're able to make it to the line to get out and go through the line, pass by another set of fluffs in a trench coat. And then, uh, yeah, and, and as you pass by them, <clears throat> Fluff goes, uh, are you guys dudes? And they all go... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, okay. Uh, yeah, and you, you go down the hallway again. You get to where you see the Minotaur, but he's no longer there. And you go down your hallway. All of the while, Fluff is reaching over and grabbing books and eating them just like right next to your ear, Australia. And he is, he just, his mouth is open. Yeah, it's not, uh, not good either. I am just so ready to get rid of this Fluff. Maybe we could have a battle soon. It's like, just throw him Ah. You know, I hear some people like when people chew in their ears. I, well, I couldn't believe, I don't believe it. I, I'm just saying, I'm well-versed in... Weird, what is this weird thing that you're talking about, Dante? Uh, never mind, never mind. Keep that sort of stuff to yourself. <laughs> yeah, bro, it sounds <laughs> real weird. <laughs> Maybe not as weird as you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so you guys make it back to your stack with the nine doors. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that fellow at the armor shop was saying something about Sawin and uh, the door mm. to Tirnanog opening on that day. Yeah, you can see that it's not quite there yet because there is a clock mm. that's on that door. Ah, right. That measures the year. And you still have a little bit to go. A little mm. bit. <laughs> yeah, like uh, an arc or two left. Yeah, like uh -huh. maybe a couple of episodes. All right. Mm. 
Hmm. It looks like it's not quite time to go into that door just yet. But uh, let's pull out this letter again. Maybe we can figure out the other doors that we need to go into. Yeah, I definitely need to hear that riddle again. All right. Allow me to read. In a magical land with dungeons and liches, I've placed one-third in the municipality without winter. So reads the first line. Dungeons and liches. What do you suppose that is? Mm. Mm. Examining the doors. Examining the doors. Mm. Dante doesn't want to metagame too hard here. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to just start opening doors, and maybe one of them isn't locked. You know, that's sounds dangerous, maybe just, but maybe just it's at a, random. I just maybe. What if we start with the first door? The, yeah. first, the yeah. first one that What's we encounter. What's the closest door to me? Hmm. Uh, the first door that's next to your guys' door is the one with the ampersand of the basilisk breathing fire. Hmm. Looks dangerous. All right, I'm going to open it. I'm going to stand way back here. All right, <laughs> Astrea tries to open the door. You have to force it open. You lean your body weight into it. And it's slow going, but because there's air pushing against you, but you're able to do it, and you feel just wind blowing at you, blowing your hair back. And you're looking into a crevasse. Oh, actually, no, not a crevasse. That's made of ice. You're looking into a deep, dark canyon. And that's where we'll end our session. Okay. (laughs) All right. I was going to say, does it look safe? <laughs> no, not at all. Mm. I have some bad news for you. <laughs> I'm not going to like this, am I? Oh, dear. All right. Well, then. I'm just trying to think of how Dante would know where one might find dungeons and liches. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I should have uh, given you guys something at the bazaar. That's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we figured it out. Or we, ran yeah. we, we made it work. Mm, yeah, it worked. Yeah, I, for- I forgot about it. I was having so much fun. Yeah, I could tell you were having fun with the bazaar. I was having fun with the bazaar. I just wanted yeah, to keep exploring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. Yeah. I-, I originally was going to have Wayne have like a Canadian accent, but I just couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> yeah, find it. Yeah, I noticed it. a little bit of a Canadian accent. could make that Canadian I'll... accent happen, eh? Couldn't uh, just uh, make uh, make Wayne work out, eh? He's got to say oh, throw A on the end of everything, and that'll do it. I, yeah. So yeah. are you hosers. There you go. Yeah. yeah except no what Canadian. What does that even mean? Okay. Hoser. Yeah. Yeah. A boat. A boat. A boat. Mm. Oh, yeah. I even looked up, like, Canadian slang in honor <laughs> of British Columbia Day. I was going to, like, have oh, him say skookum and talk about how yep. he wanted to go to Timmy's and get a double-double with some homo milk. Sure. And yeah, maybe put up. a Mickey mm, in this it. This is all nonsense. I've never requested a double-double with uh, with homo milk specifically, but but <laughs> certainly had a double-double at Timmy's. And skookum is literally a word that is used. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My mother uses it, so there you go. It's a word, it, not a place? It is a place and a word. <laughs> mm, oh, okay. It means good. It's like, that's just that's just peachy. A skookum. Oh. <laughs> so if you go back and Wayne is super Canadian. Uh, <laughs> just like <laughs> a little like, con. Yeah, very like rural Canadian. That's why. Perfect. I'll try not to notice. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we get to meet Wayne again. Maybe yeah, we'll... I uh, have a cousin once removed named Wayne, who's Canadian. And then there's like <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. I just felt like it was a very Canadian That's name. That's very, it's good. It's a solid Canadian name. It, it is It is a Canadian name? Well, I don't know if it's like culturally a Canadian name, but it seems What's fitting. What's a super culturally Canadian name? Okay. But well, what is? Yeah, what is? Uh, I don't know if there no is. Is, is it thing. just very similar like to American Justin? names? Yeah, is Justin... <laughs> Bieber Trudeau. Yeah, sure, Justin. Oh yeah, Justin. Yeah, that's Un- a very Canadian name. That is a very Canadian name, it would seem. <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think you know we got a lot of European immigration, and so I think it's probably very similar to what you see in the states. Hmm. Oh. Now, like, I kind of want to look it up. I want to look up most popular baby names in Canada. See how they <laughs> differ. I'll do that after though. <laughs> 
Yeah, I want a full report by, by next All week. All right, so. top 10. <laughs> <laughs> Have it for next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited um, that you guys are going to like vanilla D&D land. Yeah, this could be pretty good. Nice. I'm quite looking forward to it because, uh, I mean, at... As, I guess all of this is going to blow Dante's mind no matter what, even vanilla D&D land probably. <laughs> and, and this is in some ways like going into just like strange doors to other worlds is uncharacteristically bold for Dante. But, you know, he's, he's kind of rolling with it. He's, he's in on the adventure. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised you guys went straight into the door instead of like getting armor. <laughs> I mean But outside Dean Lawson will get us. That's, he that's beat true. my He beat me up last time. Pretty, he's, he's such a bully. Pretty terrified he's of Dean bully. Lawson, no joke. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find some armor in D D land. What could go wrong? Well now you're I'll just pick two. some up. He can't yeah. actually deal damage to you in, with a spell without killing you. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Thank goodness. Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you want to hear more episode discussion like you heard at the end of this episode, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash rollforrelaxation. That's patreon.com slash rollforrelaxation. Also, thank you to you good sirs who support us at the Pillow Night tier on our Patreon. That includes Elidovni, the mysterious immortal businessman who funded the construction of the Wiltshire University, and Smizamore an adventurer who is cursed with an infectious time loop spell. See you guys in the next one.